Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, Bethel's weekly podcast as we study through the book of Proverbs in our look at authentic wisdom this year. I'm Danielle Hodson. And I'm Daniel Hodson. Thanks for joining us once again. This week we are in Proverbs 22, verses 8 and 9. It says, Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity, and the rod of his fury will fail. Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. Hmm. One of the first things I see is, once again, we see this antithesis, this contrast in Proverbs over and over again. One person is sowing injustice, and one is sowing into the needs of other people. He's Mm -hmm. giving bread to the poor. Um, And it's just proving what Jesus taught, um, what Paul taught, again, it's just giving examples again of sowing and reaping. And, and, and that's interesting because one person is sowing something physically. Like we don't always, we, we talk a lot of times about sowing and reaping with our money, I think. Yeah. But one person is sowing food here into a need, but another person is sowing injustice. And I think injustice is not just, like, something criminals do. Right. <laughs> right. We can all act unjustly as yep. we go about our day. Uh, and so I think it's important to just think, well, like, oh, injustice, that's a terrible thing. And we don't, God is justice. He is the God of justice, and he wants us to live justly. But we can make choices that that are unjust i think in our, in our daily lives yeah the first thing that jumped out at me was that very first word was whoever yeah it's not just talking about the unrighteous right. or the ungodly the slugger or the yeah. heathen yeah or the yeah. slugger like we talked about last week mm-hmm. whoever because we can all even as followers of christ act unjustly you know i do not always you know speak justly to my kids even in a moment of discipline when they're needing to be corrected, I can often act unjustly. And right, if we're irritated yeah, or frustrated with them. Acting out in anger. It is not proper. Right. Um, That's not a proper, you know, dispensing of justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it says that whoever sows injustice will reap calamity. That's not good. And I think... I think it doesn't mean if we have moments of injustice, moments of sin where we fail, that it doesn't mean that disaster or calamity are going to strike us if we act unjustly right. at times when it's when it's a failing. But this is, is not our goal. Sin, we talked about last year in the I Believe series that sin is can be a missing of the mark right. or right. a bentness. And so I think it's if you are sowing this repeatedly but it's also good for us to examine our hearts and say like where can i act more justly or even if we're not acting unjustly how can i be more like christ in behaving justly what are some ways that we could be 
more justly in our daily lives? Well, I think part of it is when we kind of give people permission to speak correction over us. Because it, it's because we know we're going to mess up in the future. Yes. We know that we're not always going to. And so giving someone that you trust, someone that has earned a right to speak into your life in those moments, mm-hmm. permission to bring correction mm-hmm. uh, in those moments. And that hurts. And that's it's a it's it's a point where humility really has to rise up mm-hmm. in that person. Um that's receiving correction because that's the time when they don't they are least likely to hear correction as in those moments when they are acting unjustly because the flesh is rising up the blood pressure is rising there's frustration flowing and now correction to them is being brought right i i think too it's maybe not always in that moment sometimes we have to just speak a calm word to try mm-hmm. to diffuse the situation but i was talking about a to a friend last week because i think a lot of times we're not willing to to be the person that is speaking truth mm-hmm. uh, and a friend said to me what she says now or what she prefers to be said to her is are you ready to hear something oh, about good. you that's that good. I need to talk to you about. Yeah. And if if we're like in that relationship that's trusted and, and godly and prayerful, we can say, you know, I'm not, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. And But I think it's also a, just, a way to act justly to go to the person. We talked about this on First Wednesday. So if you didn't get to see it, try to, try to watch that when we talked about being peacemakers. We're not talking about going on a war path, pointing out everything that's wrong with everybody. But, but if we need to speak truth with love in a situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering though, what connection, and, I, and I'm tracking with you, but uh, I don't know that I can right away articulate, what connection do you see with speaking truth and receiving truth with justice? Because that's that's how justice is made known, right? By speaking oh. it. Okay. By speaking over the situation. And bringing uh, correction, bringing, making it right. Yeah, making it right. Okay. Good. Because even those who, who are in the wrong, mm-hmm. they need to be corrected, but they need to be, that needs to be done in the right way. And... Yes. And so... And so everybody needs that that guiding word spoken over them. The person that it was initially the wrongdoer, you know, if you will, but then the one that was bringing correction should have someone being able to speak over them saying, hey, you did that well. You did that great. Or, hey, you know what? You, know, you kind of let your, your temper get away from you. Um, so encouragement and some correction there that's that's kind of where where my head is at right now it justice needs to be spoken Mm -hmm. i think i think that's true because 
Yeah, I, I'm not finding the words for it at the moment, but I, I my brain, because my brain's racing with what you're saying, and I, I think that's right. We have to... We have to be able to make things right. And we're so, I think we're so as a culture not used to that. If someone comes to me and tells me I do something wrong, right, we get prickly <laughs> right away. And it's, yeah. but it's okay. Like we will never know all the things there are to know. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. will not until I'm with Jesus make every choice perfectly. Yep. And that's okay. Like that's why Jesus came to die for me. Right. And it's not. I mean, it's not a terrible thing to be able to to lovingly be shown where I'm not like Christ so right. that I can then become more like him. Yep. And then the second part of, of verse 8, and the rod of his fury will fail. So the rod, that was like a symbol of authority, right? Mm-hmm. At least my understanding of it. And it's so, yeah. And so if you are in a position of authority and you are consistently acting unjustly, that authority is going to be removed. I think that's what this scripture is saying because it's saying you're the rod of his fury. It's, he's acting out of impulse. He's acting out of human nature. He's acting out of his own pride, his own, own self. He's not acting out of his desire for others to be made right. That the rod of his fury will fail. Hmm. He's going to be removed from that position, I think is what he's saying here. Oh, that's interesting. It makes me also think of um, Micah 6, 8. There's a verse there that my brain has connected to. Um, as we've been talking about this, it says, He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? To do justice. Yep. And it's a choice. It's a choice that we make. And I think that's just an interesting question because I think we tend to think of justice most often in like legal matters, government matters, or social, like racial, Mm -hmm. those kinds of ways. But I think that justice is uh, to to try to, to... it's like to try to do things rightly, yeah. to make things right, to do things the way the Lord would have them done. So we can always help build his kingdom here by loving and making things right the way that he would. Yeah. He would also. Yep. Interesting. We don't want to sow those seeds of injustice no. consistently. And if we do, if we've done that, if we have a pattern of that, we can repent. Like, again, yeah. that's why Jesus came and died. Not like, oh, no big deal. But we we all need a Savior. And yeah. so we can repent and, and ask him to forgive us and go to the person or people. Yeah. And I think justice can correct the course of that quickly. And, and while the seeds of our words or the fruit of our words... Mm-hmm is a real thing and there's mm-hmm. going to be consequences but i think when we act in humility and go and we ask for forgiveness one we have a loving god who is faithful and just to forgive us mm-hmm. and that that person that we've wronged he's just, yeah. yeah he's just that that person that we've wronged can can act through the power of the holy spirit and forgive us 
and let and let justice be merciful. Hmm. Well, they're both his the Lord's virtues and character. Yeah. They, he is justice and he is mercy. They're not they're not mutually exclusive. Right. That's good. And then okay, let's look at verse nine then. Are you ready to move on? To I am. Okay. It says, whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. And again, this is just a contrast with sowing something that is against what the Lord wants and and then being like him. So it's whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed. A bountiful eye. I think that's just a really interesting phrase. Um, Bountiful. It makes me think of a generous. Mm -hmm. Like if something is overflowing, it's generous in their eyes so it's what they see even so like we can see we can see where our bounty is we can see where we can sow from we can see where our extra is and give of that Mm. that's not what i was thinking but i like that what were you thinking well i was thinking of if you have a generous eye like we look at people with generosity and with hospitality like i can see i can look at someone that i'm having a conversation with or observe a situation in my in my home or at church or in a friendship or whatever and if someone's struggling with a sin or with just a a choice I can look at that and have generosity towards them and and be an encouragement to them or I can look at them and think it's like seeing the best or seeing Mm -hmm. the worst so I think like we can have a generous eye. I think it's probably more talking about what you said, but that's when I read it. I was like, what does it mean to have mm-hmm. a bountiful, generous eye when I see things that I sort of have a lens of being generous towards other people mm-hmm. in, in the way I think about them? That's good. So in the second part of that is for he shares his bread with the poor. Mm-hmm. And that could be physical bread, mm-hmm. but it could be, you know, whatever is needed in that moment. You know, you know, when we pray, you know, give us this day our daily bread. It's what do we need for this day? Mm-hmm. You know, what strength do I need? What wisdom do I need? What passion? What compassion do I need? What empathy? What steps do I need for this day? Lord, whatever that is, we thank you that you have met that need. And so maybe, maybe this person is, like you said, looking at others. Mm-hmm. And beneath, but being able to speak into their point of need mm. because they're other focused. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is oftentimes the word of God is compared to bread. Yeah. And if we are poor, like if our spirits are poor and we're lacking something, uh, we can be generous with giving the word of God to give encouragement to put courage into people Mm -hmm. to speak life to people so it's physical but also even more substantially we can give the spiritual bread of life the word of god introducing jesus maybe for the first time yes but also bringing jesus back into a situation if someone's struggling with fear or anxiety depression stress about whatever all the things Mm -hmm. to be stressed about we can bring the bread of life to them and say, let's look at Jesus together and see who he is and share him generously yeah. to 
And then it says, the bountiful eye will be blessed. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like, I like this proverb. That's good. Shall we pray? Let's pray. Ask God to help us be bountiful and, and just. Yeah. God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you are the source of justice. We thank you that you are the source of blessings. And help us to see how you see. And help us to be just. Help us to act out of your compassion, act out of your Holy Spirit. Help us to see people with your eyes. Help us to be able to to see their need and meet their needs. God, through your provision, we thank you that the ultimate need is to have our relationship restored with you. And we thank you that it's through Jesus we can do that. Even now, we can accept him. We can accept Christ as our Savior, that living bread that breathes life into our spirit, that makes us be able to be reunited with you, God. We thank you for that. Help us to seek you out through this week. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.